the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Are you ready for the word? Praise him. This is Pastor Pearson of Word of Faith Christian Center here in sunny San Antonio, Texas. A Bible-believing, Bible-teaching church where Jesus Christ is Lord and you'll never be bored. I want to welcome all of you back to our radio broadcast and I pray as being a blessing to you and yours. So sit back and relax as I bring a message from the Word of God just for you. But please, please, please have an ear to hear what the Lord is about to say. Because if you do, I guarantee that you'll be blessed today. So, without further ado, let me bring today's message to you. It's called Pathways to Increase Intimacy with God. Saints of God, our Father God desires to have an intimate relationship with all of those who are His children. But unfortunately, although that's what our Father's desire is for you and me, many of us don't take Him up on that opportunity to increase our intimacy between Him and you and me. Although the opportunity is there, Many Christians don't have and enjoy the intimate relationship with God that he wants them to have. Brothers and sisters, there are pathways that we can take and should take to increase our intimacy with God. If we don't know what those pathways are, then we should learn what they are and take them. We need to know what those pathways are and take them so that we can have and enjoy the increased intimacy with God that he desires to have with you and me. So without further ado, let me share today's message with you. It's called Pathways to Increase Intimacy with God. But before I do, I got a question to ask you. Are you ready for the word? Because ready or not, here it comes. See, we need to understand that we're supposed to be imitators of Christ. We like the king part. What about the priest part? We like the king part. What about the servant part? Now, if Jesus chose not to serve the people to whom he was sent to serve, then the mission would not have been accomplished and salvation would not have been able to come to anybody's house. If Jesus chose not to serve the people to whom he was sent to serve, then the mission would not have been accomplished. See, the lost would have remained lost. The lost would have remained lost. The word lost right there means to destroy fully, to destroy fully. So they were to be destroyed fully. Reflexively means to perish or lose. They would have perished and they would have continued losing in life if Jesus had not came their way and did what it is that he was sent to do for them on that day. Now, although Jesus was sent to seek and save those who were lost, those who who would not have been destroyed fully would have been destroyed fully if he hadn't done what it is he was sent to do. Those who would not have been destroyed fully would be destroyed fully if he didn't do what he was supposed to do. The unsaved would have remained unsaved if Jesus hadn't done what it is that the Father sent him to do. The unsaved would have remained unsaved if he hadn't done what it is he's supposed to do. Those who were hell bound would have not had their lives turned around. They would have went to hell when the Father's plan was for them not to go to hell if Jesus hadn't done what it is that God, the Father sent him to do. Why? Because God so loved the world 
that he sent Jesus just for me and you. Turn over to John chapter 3, please. John chapter 3. God loved you enough. The Father loved you enough to be able to send Jesus just for you. Send him to do what the Father wanted him to do. Why? For you. For you. John chapter 3, we'll start reading in verse 16. It says, For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, that whosoever believeth in him should not perish but have everlasting life. It said, God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. Of course, the word that means the reason why. Speaking of the reason why he did what he did. He did what he did because God so loved the world. He did what he did because God so loved the world. And then also he so loved the father that he did what it is that the father wanted him to do. The father loved you so much that he sent his son just to die for you that you don't perish. That word perish is that same word to fully, to destroy fully. To perish or to lose. To destroy fully. To perish or to lose. God doesn't want you to lose. God didn't want you to perish. God didn't want you to be destroyed fully. He saw the destruction that already entered your life and it was already permeating your life. And he wanted to make sure you did not, you were not destroyed fully. He wanted to stop the death from being able to happen in your life. He wanted to start in life to be able to replace that death in your life. So he sent his son for you. God sent his son to the world so that the world who were perishing, would not have to fully perish, but instead have everlasting love, life. Everlasting life means perpetual life. Everlasting life means perpetual life. See, Jesus doing what he did provided us the opportunity to have life that stops and never en- starts and never ends. Starts and never stops. Starts and never ends. But if Jesus hadn't done what he was sent to do, then instead of having life, that starts and never stops, the world would never have had life that starts. Instead of having life that, 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 never, that starts and never stops, the world would have never even had life because life is in him. Life is in his obedience of doing what the father said do. But if he didn't do what the father sent him to do and serve and, 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 and to bless the people like he was supposed to, then me and you would never be saved. If Jesus hadn't done what the father sent him to do, instead of experiencing life that begins and never stops, the world would instead experience perishing that would never stop. It had already begun, but it would never stop. Why? Because he did what the the father sent him to do. Verse 17 goes on to say, for God sent not his son into the world to condemn the world, but that the world through him might be saved, that the world through him might be saved. Well, Jesus was sent into the world to do what he did so that the world would not be condemned. That word condemned right there means tried and judged. That word right, condemned, condemned right there means tried and judged, that the world would not be tried and judged. Hallelujah. Because if it was, we'd have been found guilty as charged eligible for the full penalty that would have been available to us and that would have been death as well as punishment. Now if Jesus who was sent into the world so that the world wouldn't be condemned did not do what he was sent to do then the world whom the father didn't want to be condemned would still have been condemned. That although the father wanted that it still would have happened. Jesus was sent by the father so that those who would be condemned could be saved instead. That word saved right there means delivered or protected. 
means delivered or protected. Well, God will deliver you through Jesus to be able to pull you out of that imminent danger that, that you was in. Pull you out of that death that, was, that you was on your way to. That, 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 that punishment that was there that nobody else could change and nobody else could do. Jesus came to protect you, to be able to make sure that you never got a chance to experience any of that, that it could come to an end and then this life could begin in the middle of your life. John chapter 10 verse 10 said, I came that you might have life and that you might have it more abundantly. Not only did he come to save you, he came to hook you up with a life that you couldn't do on your own. But that's because he did what he was sent to do. Ephesians chapter 5, please. Let's look a little closer at what he did for me and you. Ephesians chapter 5. Remembering that, we're supposed to be imitators. Ephesians chapter 5. We'll drop down to verse 25. Now, of course, here it's going to be speaking about husbands but at the, and how they deal with their wives. But at the same time, he's talking about husbands and how to deal with their wives. He's talking about how Christ dealt with the church. He said in verse 25. Husbands, love your wife, even as Christ also loved the church and gave himself for it. He didn't just give her a gift. He didn't just give the church a gift. He was the gift. He gave himself for it. That reason why he may sanctify and cleanse it with the washing of the water by the word that he may present it to himself a glorious church, not having spot or wrinkle or any such thing, but that it should be holy and without blemish. Good God Almighty. See, Jesus gave himself for us so that we could be cleansed. So that we could be cleansed. He loved us. Just like Christ loved the church. That word loved right there is that same word agapeo, which means loved much. He loved us much. Well, how much did Christ love the church? That he gave himself for it. He loved it enough to give himself for it. Come on now. Give himself for it, which meant it meant everything to him to the point that he gave himself. That word gave right there means surrendered, that he is yielded up. It's surrendered, that he is yielded up. Could you imagine Jesus lifting up his life to the Father and say, here, have this for them. Let this be the price for them. Let this be the price for them. That I'm willing to lift up my life to you, Lord, and offer it to you so that they can be set free. This spotty, wrinkled, jacked up, toe up from the flow up folk. He said, I'm going to lift my pure, perfect life up so that they can have this kind of life. That's what he did. He lifted up his perfect life so that he could be able to buy us. And by himself the opportunity to then come back and cleanse us with the washing of the water. To be able to make us pure and perfect the way we're supposed to be. That's what he did for me and you. That word gave also translates delivered up. He delivered up himself. It means give up. He gave up himself. And give over. He gave over himself. That reason why, which means that which follows is the reason why Jesus gave himself up. That he may sanctify us. The word sanctify means make holy. Those of us who are unholy, he wanted to make us holy. And cleanse us. That means wash and purify us. He wanted to wash and purify us. Well, well, he did that so that we could then be able to turn around and live a life that we would have no opportunity to be able to live otherwise. If he didn't do what he did, give himself up for us, deliver himself up, 
up to the Father for us, we would never be able to do that. We would have stayed tainted, stained, stained, stayed all wrinkled up, and we would have never been worth heaven. We'd have never been able to make it to heaven. Turn to 1 Corinthians chapter 6, please. I don't know about you, but I'm glad he did what he did for me and you. 1 Corinthians chapter 6. 1 Corinthians chapter 6, we'll start reading at verse 9. We'll see how we above everybody should be motivated to help the Lord serve others. That there's nobody on the face of the earth that should be more motivated than us to be able to, to, be able to help him serve others. 1 Corinthians chapter 6, we'll start reading at verse 9. It says in verse 9, know, know ye not that the unrighteous shall not inherit the kingdom of God? Don't you know that folk that ain't righteous will never be able to inherit the kingdom of God? Be not deceived, neither fornicators, nor idolaters, nor adulterers, nor effeminate, nor abusers of themselves with mankind, nor thieves, nor covetous, nor drunkards, nor revilers, nor extortioners shall inherit the kingdom of God. He's saying, don't you know that? And such were some of you. What do you mean such were some of us? Fornicators? Idolaters? Adulterers? Hmm? Effeminate? I ain't get a lot of amens, but I know you don't, don't want to say amen out loud. I understand that, praise God. Amen. Nor abusers of themselves with mankind? Thieves? Thieves? I was about to say such as still some of you, praise God. Because you're still stealing God's tithe, praise God, but we leave that long, praise God. Nor thieves, nor covetous, drunkards, revilers, extortioners. He says, such were some of you, but ye were washed. But ye were washed. But ye were sanctified. But ye were justified. In the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. And by the spirit of our God. We was that but we ain't no more. We was in position to not be able to inherit the kingdom of God. Couldn't get in if we wanted to. But but Jesus. Hallelujah. Did what he did for you and me. But Jesus. Sent from the father. Came to be able to help you and me. Deliver you in me. Protect you in me. Save you in me. Set us free. Turn us around. Put our feet on solid ground. Come on up in here. Because we was in sinking sand. He said, but such was some of ye. Verse 12 said, all things are lawful unto me. But all things are not expedient. All things are lawful for me, but I will not be brought under the power of any. He said, man, I got delivered out of all that. I ain't going back into none of that. See, all that represents the world and its trappings. We got delivered out of that. But many of us go re-entangle ourselves again with the yoke of oppression. Might not got in any of those things again, but the devil said, oh, now you're clean. Let me get you into another thing. Let me get you, let me give you a career. 
so you never step in your calling. Let me give you a profession so that you never step into your vocation. Let me re-entangle you with something where people will speak well of you so you don't speak well of the Lord like I called you to. Let me get you in a nice house with bills that got to be paid so that you'll never step into the calling because you know that bills need to be made. Let me tie you up so that you never step free into the things I got in store for them. See, we were those things before. See, so there should be nobody on the face of the earth that's more motivated to be able to help other folk get to where we are. There should be nobody on the face of the earth that should be more motivated. See, the Lord looked at it like this. Can I tell you how he looked at it? The Lord looked at it like this. I'm going to save some folk that their gratefulness is going to make them a pool of people, a mighty army that's going to step forward and do what it is I want them to do. A people that because of their gratitude would never deny what I want them to do. Because they'll be able to relate to the other folk that has not got this yet. Remembering how when somebody came and talked to you, somebody came and did what they needed for you. Good to see you, bro. So that somebody could be able to, because somebody came and got you, that you'll be glad to say, let me be that person to be able to help somebody else get out of this mess. Let me tell you how things work. Praise God. Let me tell you how things work. Hey, once in a while, we might help somebody else out, somebody out around this church, praise God, hook them up with a little something, something, praise God, be able to help them through an emergency that they have, praise God, not their lack of diligence, but an emergency that they have, praise God, amen, we'll come through for them a little bit, praise God, and hey, once in a while, we might hook up somebody, say, from the hood, praise God, hook them up real good, praise God, but usually within a couple of days or two, praise God, we usually get about four, five more calls, six, seven more visits, praise God, a folk who come, him hoeing around a little bit, praise God. And, you know, um, you know, I could use this and I could use that. And then they'll even tell us what we do in a backhanded way. You know, I sure could use this right here. And they'll name the specific thing that we do. Letting me know somebody didn't talk to them. Because I ain't advertising that. So how did you know exactly what we do? Do you go here? Do you know anybody here? How do you know exactly what we do? I'll tell you how they found out. The one that we hooked up, Ran and told somebody. They said, hey, man, I went to this church over there on on, on Bassett Road. I went and talked to the little brown, round preacher. Told him my situation, and he helped me out. This is what he gave me. They're like, he gave you what? They said, this is what he gave. And they come straight over and talk to me about that specific thing. Come on, ladies, don't look all... You confused? You get a good sale on some shoes. What do you do? <laughs> Call up all your girlfriends and tell them about some shoes. Girl, they got shoes over here for going for a little of nothing. Find a good restaurant. Call them up on your cell phone. Text them or something. Praise God. The salmon here is off the forsake. You <laughs> tell them what it's like. We do that with everything but Christ. That's the only thing we shut up about 
and won't do what's necessary to be able to help other folk know about. God figured that the folk that he saved would be the easiest ones to be the ones that would do. The ones I cleaned, I washed, I, I saved, I delivered, I protected, I provided for, I healed, I brought out of sin. They ain't effeminate no more. They ain't abusers of mankind no more. They ain't adulterers no more. They ain't none of that no more. They ain't drunkards no more. They ain't, they ain't pulling on the bud no more. They ain't lining it up no more. They ain't shooting it up no more. Who else would be the one that would come and tell everybody else? Devil knew that too. That's why he put in 24 and 7 to handle for you. So he can make sure that you never do what God expected you to do and be imitators of the one that came and saved you. So there'll be stuff in your head that'll cause you to never do what God said. How you'll put off till tomorrow what you should have did years ago. How you'll keep putting off till tomorrow what this thing that you clearly know. Next year, pastor, I'll be there next year. Next semester, I'll get in. <laughs> you know, <laughs> I got to handle this. <laughs> I got to handle this. No, tell the truth. <laughs> I'm handled. I'm handled. I had a big old handle from my head to my butt. And he just pulled me around. <laughs> and then he come and sit me on my butt. And every time I want to get back up, he pulled my handle and pulled me right back down again. So where you think you're going? Then he used your handle. What about your kids? What about your wife? What about your husband? What about your life? What about the money you're making? What about the things that you want to take? What about how you didn't do good and how you know you can't do good? What about all that? Sit down and shut up. We'll be like, yes, it's Mr. Devil. <laughs> Your servant obeys. <laughs> wow! There should, all, there should be nobody on the face of the earth who should know more than you and me how, how valuable it is when the Lord came and set us free. Well, that's all that we have time for today. We trust that you are blessed by what the Word of God had to say. I hope that you're not only seeing that that's what He wants us to do, but that we actually do what we need to do to increase the intimacy between God and me and you like He wants us to do. Otherwise, we'll miss the chance to be in an intimate relationship with the most awesome, powerful entity in the universe. An opportunity of a lifetime that we definitely don't want to blow. We should do everything that we can do to learn how to and do what we learn to do to become more intimate with the God who loves and has saved me and you. That's what I'm going to do. I hope you do the same thing too. If you want to hear the message in its entirety, just contact the church office at area code 210-785-9238. That's area code 210-785-9238. Or write us at Word of Faith Christian Center, 1928 Bassey Road in San Antonio, Texas. 78213. We'll be more than glad to get it out to you ASAP. So if you're in or visiting San Antonio or surrounding areas, come on by and visit us at Word of Faith. We're located at 1928 Bassey Road in San Antonio, Texas. 
between West and Blanco. Service times are Wednesdays at noon. Thursday evenings at 6.45, Saturday afternoons at 4.30, and Sunday mornings at 8 and 11. If you don't have transportation or you're in need of a ride, we'll come and get you. We have a VIP transportation service that's available for every service. We'll pick you up, bring you to the church, and then drop you off at home after it's over. Just call the church office and arrange a ride. We'll be glad to come and get you. And don't forget, saints, make sure that you're in church on Sunday. If you're not at work, every child of God needs to be in that Father's house on Sunday. There's absolutely no substitute for being in church, fellowshipping with other born-again believers, and worshiping God in the house of God, too. I believe every born-again believer should say what the psalmist said when he said, I was glad when they said unto me, let us go into the house of the Lord. So if you can be in church on Sunday, then be in church on Sunday. You'll be blessed when you do, I guarantee you. And to all of you who've been a blessing to us, sending words of encouragement by letter or email to us, sharing with us that you're being blessed by the messages and that you're praying for us, I want to say to all of you, thank you. And to all of you who've been so kind to send financial offerings in support of our ministry, we want to say to all of you from the bottom of our heart, thank you. You blessed us in ways that we never asked or expect you to do. The Bible says, God is not mocked. Whatsoever man soweth, that shall he so reap. Well, since all of you have been such a tremendous blessing to us, writing words of encouragement to us, praying for us, and even sending financial support to us, we know that God's not going to be mocked concerning you. God's going to do for each and every one of you what he said in his word that he would do. That is, he's going to make sure that you reap what you've sown. So, we thank God in advance for all the blessings that we know are coming your way because of your being the blessing that you've been to all of us in each and every way. May God richly bless all of you for blessing us as we endeavor to do what God has called us to do. That is, be a blessing to a blessed people like you. So once again, thank you for being a blessing. Don't forget to tune into our broadcast next week for more of this life-changing word we're in store for you. Call a neighbor, call a friend, tell them to tune in. But when you do, know that we're going to ask the same question of you. That is, are you ready for the word? Y'all stay blessed. See you next week. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.